And I'm Amanda. And this is the Monster Smash, where we talk about monsters and cryptids and whether or not they could get it. Yes, we do. Yeah. Today we are here to talk about um, somebody who maybe is a little less familiar, and that is the Owl Man. Yes. You may have heard of the Owl Man as being sort of related to the Mothman uh, legend, but huh, it's a whole new can of worms. I think he is. But... Like, you, th- you think he's literally related, like they're cousins? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. See, like, there's not nearly as much meat to the Owlman sort of legend as there is to Mothman. Like, there's no bridge collapse. Right. There's no, like, Owlman monument in the Cornish countryside. Yeah, it's just a couple of kids that saw the Owlman in, like, the 70s. Yeah, and the self-proclaimed wizard who believed them. <sighs> At- literally a description of the man that i found there is another wizard tie-in but i don't want to i don't want to get ahead of ourselves (laughs) um that's fair so in investigating the owl man um you know and i had thought and hayden agreed that we should do something a little spookier for our halloween week episode yeah um because you know it really it takes all kinds for this podcast and some things are just not as scary and the Owlman seemed like it was going to be spooky. And there are a couple of films about the Owlman that I swear to God, I swear to you, I read somewhere that they were like critically very good. <laughs> I'm sure I did. <sighs> and I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's uh, get into these. And then we watched them. We watched one of them. and Well, yes. And we both cried uncle. Yeah. But <laughs> before we get into the movie, we should probably like go into who is this owl-like man who is he who is this boy well it's funny because the relation to the mothman makes sense because all of the mothman descriptions are like oh yeah he looked like a giant bird which doesn't make sense so at least the owl man's kind of true to true to description yeah they picked like the correct animal to compare this mysterious biped to yeah um he's like i don't know seven feet tall ish mm-hmm. got feathers big old wings and glowing red eyes so this is just kind yeah. of yeah checking all the boxes um, and like apparently very long spindly claw like fingers yeah, on his long, hands long weird and, fingers yeah and depending on the art you're looking at he may or may not have an eight pack <laughs> i heard the owlman was ripped <laughs> i heard the owlman had an eight pack <laughs> I heard the owl man was a laser technician. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Um, that's why that's what his red eyes are for. Yeah, actually, um, in Star Wars Episode Nine, Kylo Ren's gonna just turn into an owl furry, and yeah, he's gonna turn into it's Matt the radar tech. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I figured he's a laser technician, and that's why he's got the glowing red eyes. It's okay. Anyway, in episode nine, Kylo Ren is going to turn into a furry, and he's, his persona is going to be an owl, and he's going to be the Owl Man, and um, that's why he has an eight pack. I, I think that's the only logical pro- progression of the series. I, I saw people talking today about how they thought that the Throne should be in episode nine. I'm gonna tell you that blue fuck can stay home. I want <laughs> Kylo Ren to be an owl furry. That's all that I care about. <laughs> Leia's not going to know what to do with her son. Oh my god, it's going to be a, a real coming out story. I, I don't know if uh, we're ready for it. It's why Hux just wants to overthrow. He's like, I can't. 
deal with this owl man. Hux is like, there's only room in the first order for one furry. It's Hux. Can you it's Hux. No. Um, you know what? Is, is Hux, like, is Hux, is Millicent actually Hux's persona? I'm gonna kill you. Okay. I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know what, what Elsa's persona was gonna be. But yeah, so the owl man, uh, there's a, some guy who was in Cornwall, whatever, on a holiday with his daughters, and they were walking out in the woods, like, two little girls just walking out in the woods alone. And they saw a big feathery bird man hovering above a church tower. And um, they got freaked out and told their dad. And their dad bailed on the vacation and went to some paranormal research researcher. And that was kind of the where the whole story came from. Right. But I think not too long after that, there was another encounter. Yeah, like these two girls were out camping and they saw it. And I don't know. Apparently there was like another... Okay, so... That's basically the crux of the whole thing. There's not a whole lot of other juicy meat. There's no alien right. shit. There's no, like, no anything else. But it's a big fucking bird. Yeah, so, which is nice on my end, because I didn't want to have to deal with any more aliens. But um, Oh, I know. Gosh, like, the thing that really connected the two, Moth, like, Mothman and the Owlman, in my head, was the, like you said, the description was similar, and also the whole thing about... Like, there was this one guy who saw it, like, after the, the four girls did, and there was, like, a persistent sense of dread that followed him. Yes. Which is a, you know, side effect of seeing the Mothman, but it's also possibly, you know, a side effect of just seeing something funky you can't explain. You're just having a trauma, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, th- there were a lot of sightings in the area, like, over the next couple days, and then I think over the next couple of years, but yeah, it kind of comes back to that same thing that you can dismiss the mothman sightings with which is like this sense of community hysteria yeah <laughs> like, and then also someone was like they probably just saw a really big owl and right in the dark everything seems funky and scary yeah but i did think it was interesting because then i was a googling for any sort of take on the owl man that wasn't just purely like this is what happened or i'm gonna make a really terrible movie about it Apparently, last summer, which would have been summer of 2017 at the time of this recording, there were apparently, like, Mothman sightings around Chicago. Oh. Like, multiple, like, in August, I think. And Mm. one of the uh, really, you know, conspiracy theory aesthetic, badly HTML'd blogs use the term Owlman to describe the the Chicago sightings, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting, and it... I mean, obviously that's a, I mean, you see a big ass bird thing, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't feel like that is where I would go if I saw a giant bird. Yeah. I don't feel like I would just go straight to owl unless there was a real resemblance. Or like, I don't know if, if the bird man had like a less flat face and be like, is this a hawk man? I don't know. Could be a hawk man. It's funny that you say hawk man because there's a, I struggle while I was like hunting for owl man stuff because there's a. There's a DC character. Oh, yeah. And there's also a DC Hawkman, right? Hawk Girl. I know there's Hawk Girl. Yeah, I think there's Hawkman. I've seen at least one episode of Legends of Tomorrow. I think there's a Hawkman and a Hawk Girl. I have no idea. But I don't know. I can't tell anything about this character other than, like, they're kind of like bad guy Batman. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know. He kind of looks like an owl. And I was like, I don't really want to see this 
shithead. I just want to see the the handsome bird man. Yeah, like, please. Get more creative names for your villains. I swear to God. Like, the physical details for the owl man are very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it says his feet are... And this is, like, a direct quote from uh, w- one woman that, that saw it. It said his feet were, like, big black crab claws. <laughs> crab claws? Like, crab claws. Huh. And something about his, his hands or his fingies. Um, <laughs> no, I can't see. Maybe I'm just thinking of the crab claws thing. I, I remember reading something about he had, like, creepy-ass long fingers. Um, I mean... I don't. I think I texted you this when we were still like in the preliminary stages. What you texted me a picture of him. I said it gave like looking at his hands gave me the same feeling of like looking at a, a sapphic woman with uh, very long fingernails. I yes, like, I don't you want did. those near me. You did, and I think um, sadly the uh, I mean sadly because the movies are so bad, but the the character or creature design from the movies, the series of movies that we are going to talk about I think has kind of become the iconic look because there's no consensus otherwise it's mostly just people trying to draw an owl man right to the best of their guess and it's usually good but the creature design from the movie is so good yeah very like the first time I I was googling and I saw a picture of it I was like oh this movie's gonna be scary (laughs) but also (laughs) Also, yeah. he's very handsome. He's wearing a, a suit. Yeah. Um, which works better than you would think. But he's got these long black claws. Like, it's, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I would, do. but I'm a little uh, intimidated, I don't you know? know? I just keep, <laughs> like, very, very out of date. I just keep flashing back to Napoleon Dynamite. Like, do they have sharp talons? Yeah. Oh man has sharp talons, Napoleon. <laughs> God, that. Mm. Yeah. I thought about that movie to ages. Oh, well, I'm so glad that, that we we could bring it back today. Uh, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. But it's also funny because in my googling and YouTubing around, um, when I just YouTubed Owl Man, uh, there are a bunch of videos like creepy like a couple attempts at creepypasta and yeah like owl man pranks where they just dress up like the owl man and try to scare unsuspecting bystanders and it's all owl man pranks yeah and it's all from like the name of the channel is the name of the movie studio that produced um lord of tears which was the movie that we subjected ourselves to or subjected upon us i had the thought that i'm like man they really nailed like the, the costume is it just the the movie studio used the actual filming costume to prank people probably i mean if they put that much money and time into it <laughs> yeah you're half right. the budget went oh my god i <sighs> love it i love it so much do you, I... <sighs> no i don't i hate it a lot but you know it's, <laughs> it's you know it's it's all kind of relative i guess yeah wow <sighs> i guess i mean there's not a whole lot else to say about the character design beyond like I mean definitely don't watch this movie we're going to talk about but no. do google images from it yes um because he, he looks good he's very handsome and the movie's not scary so I was able to just think he was cute the whole time yeah even though he's definitively evil I guess yeah, yeah I okay so okay so the thing about this movie 
is that the only way to really watch it is to fork out $8 on Amazon to stream it. Yeah, it ain't worth it, y'all. Yeah, it's not... Okay, I would say that if you are someone who really likes bad, like the so bad they're funny sort of thing, like if you like The Room or Birdemic... Yeah, you can put it to The Room. If you're like a Sharknado aficionado, it's maybe worth investing in to, like, show some... Get some new material, because everybody's, like... Everybody knows all the lines to the room. There's only so many times you could see the really bad CGI birds and Birdemic get fought with coat hangers. Like, right. Yeah. But I feel like this movie takes itself very seriously. I, I think it does. Um, Which makes it that much funnier. It is really funny. Um, I guess we can get into it. And I will say, Mm -hmm. I really, I I scammed you accidentally because there's actually like three movies in this sort of, it's not a series, but it's there you called like the one like a spiritual sequel like they're all Mm -hmm. sort of interrelated and they share some actors and two of them were available on amazon for eight dollars and so hayden was like all right well i'm gonna buy this one i was like yeah and then i'll just buy the other one and we'll just like trade logins and then we can each watch one um Mm -hmm. amazon don't don't sue us and hayden so hayden watched the movie first and i was like all right well uh do you want me to go ahead and buy the second one and they're like I don't think I can do it again. I just, I cannot. So I just, I, I that, that is a path that if you wanted to go down, I would, don't go where I can't follow. <laughs> so I got to keep that $8 in my pocket for the next time that we have some horrible shit show of a movie that we have to shell out for, for this podcast. Put it on my tab. All right. You know what? <laughs> we are really trying to get off track because we don't want to talk about this goddamn movie. <sighs> but this movie that we are talking about is called Lord of Tears. Um, it's a 2013, 2013 master film. fucking piece. Uh, it is, it says on here it's an hour and 40. It's like 85 minutes. It feels like an eternity. Um, oh, yeah. Generally, you'll, it's kind of just called Owlman a lot, but it's this is what it is. It's Lord of Tears. and it's, Which is also the funniest fucking name for a movie I've ever heard. It's extremely funny. Like, in the context of the movie, I guess the Owlman is like the Lord of Tears, but that's not like yeah i mean it doesn't really make sense even with all the lore that they put forward in the movies it's not like they completely bastardized like the legend because there's like not a narrative to it like there was with mothman where you could just like recreate the whole west virginia bridge collapse thing yeah no they basically so all right so the basic gist of this movie is there's this school teacher um i don't know why it matters to his teacher it doesn't come up there's one scene where he's teaching some, uh, some students about keats for four minutes and then it's not mentioned again he his mom dies and leaves him their estate in cornwall which i think is the no i think it's totally made up i don't think it's well i don't, I don't even think they're in cornwall they're like in scotland i saw the little scottish flag someplace unless cornwall is in scott i'm gonna google this i don't know where cornwall is i don't think that it is well this guy's scottish i don't want to tell you right now he well, this guy's a wet ass blanket. He's so boring. <laughs> yeah, Cornwall is like it's definitely in the opposite England, end right? of Scott, like the British Isle. It's like the little leggy, little leggy, <laughs> like the very southwest. I know what you mean. So yeah, so they're in Scotland, and I have to assume it's because the um the actor is Scottish, and he, he's such a good actor that they needed to rewrite the entire legend around him. <laughs> but his mom dies. And leaves him their childhood home, which is this, like, crazy big 
estate mansion in Scotland. And she's like, now you are the owner of whatever house. You must never go there. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Then why would you leave it to him? Just let it rot. Right? Like, I don't ma'am. know. Give it to charity. But he uh, he starts having, like, awful, like, dreams and, like, visions, remembering some horrible thing in his childhood before they left there. And so he's like, well, I got to go. And he goes. Um, and then you get about 40 minutes of him cavorting with... I thought I knew what a manic pixie dream girl was. <laughs> and then I met Evie. It's oh, it's so bad. Like, she's just there, and she's, like, maybe the caretaker. But she's just always yeah. around. Like, she brings him food, and she, like, treats him like he's the most fascinating man in the world. And But he's not. He's I keep using the word schlubby to describe he's him. He's the blandest. And, of course, now I will say that some... A horrendous plot twist in the movie kind of explains why she's so doting on him. But it makes it worse. It makes it worse. Um, so she's there, and he sees the Owl Man, and they're kind of she's helping him research his childhood trauma. And then it reveals that the Owl Man is actually the god Moloch. Yeah, like Moloch, Moloch like whatever. A yeah, Judeo-Christian, <sighs> like Old Testament. He's like the but like they keep like flipping through. Like, they found these uh, numbers. It was be, like, a one number, and then a colon, and then another number. And he's like, well, obviously, I mean, it could be times, but there's no such thing as 32 o'clock. It's, it's like, so yeah, bad. Like, Sherlock like, fucking it, home. It took you, like, how long to sort of come to that conclusion? Anyway, eventually they're like, well, maybe it's, like, a verse and, uh, like, a chapter and verse in, in the Bible. And they keep flipping between chapters. They're like, let's check out Leviticus. And it's like, no. Yeah, they just are flipping through, and we get to watch them read Bible verses. And of course, it's like if I wanted to get evangelized too, I'd just go home right? and like go to LU, whatever. Well, <laughs> well, they they come to realize that um, it's like this god associated with like sacrifice and specifically child sacrifice, and he starts thinking like, oh, maybe my parents tried to sacrifice me to this god. Oh, because also the place is built on like a, oh my god, an old. Like a pagan, pagan temple or something. It's, yeah. I, I really couldn't keep keep up. I'm like, I don't. Oh, this is a thing now. So yeah, it's they, so he's like, oh my god. Well, maybe I'm having all these horrible like memories coming back of my parents trying to sacrifice me to uh, Moloch, and then the owl man leads him out to a tree, and he starts digging under the tree, and he finds a time capsule he left when he was a kid, which is not buried very deep no. I guess because they had to reshoot this a couple times because I know he nailed did not nail that in the first <laughs> take ever there's no way I he did. I don't think that man's ever lifted a shovel before he filmed this movie <laughs> but he didn't even have a shovel he just got his nice pants and his fingernails dirty oh god you're dirty. right that's right and yeah and then he it upset me because he opens this time capsule and there's these like pristine little like books and stuff in there and his hands are just covered oh, in dry. dirt and wet and he just starts pulling out like these I mean, they might be worth money. He just goes for it. <sighs> and that's how we find out that Evie, who I think the night before, it alludes to him having definitely had sex with. Yeah, they boned. They boned. And then the next day, Moloch's like, oh, hey, come out here and look at this. And he finds a picture from when he was a kid of, like, he basically finds a picture of him and Evie, but when he was a little boy. Because yeah. she was his nanny when he was a child. 
And, and his parents sacrificed her, yeah. and he saw it, and that's what he repressed. Yeah, and it was basically, she was like there, she was, his parents were her guardian. So she was kind of like his big sister. <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and because of that relationship, uh, they were able to, it was like she was their child, so they could sacrifice her to um, make his mom healthy because his mom was sick. I, I don't know. And I'm like, well, for a minute, I was like, wait, is she his mother? Like, I was about ready to do fling the computer. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then I kind of rewound. I'm like, no. Oh, no. She's just his older sister figure from childhood. That's fine. And then... Yeah, and then it, gets, then it goes, like, way off the rails, and she turns into a demon and is trying to, like... Oh, that's that's turn. where it goes off the rails? Well, it goes further off the rails. Like, the train's <laughs> already off the rails, and then the train just, like, starts flying into a volcano. Yeah. And in, in the it's meantime, just, there, Moloch gets, it's just like the owl man standing out in the fucking woods. And he's got this monologue that's like a... It doesn't even make any sense. It's like a voiceover. And he's just talking about how he's like, I don't know, humans are terrible. And he is like a god and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's like real deep, but like fake deep. Yeah. Like, okay. Have you ever seen, have you subjected yourself to Sucker Punch? Yes. Okay, so I recent, I earlier this year I watched it because it was one of the Oscar Isaac movies I had not made myself watch yet. Oh, bless you. And there's a section that like the entire movie's just bonkers terrible. Mm-hmm. And at the end there's that bit where it's got that fake deep like monologue at the end. Oh my same God. vibe. It, it is the it's same like, vibe. It, it sounds really nice, but then when you start thinking about it, it's like this doesn't actually mean this anything. This is word salad. Um, what's funny is, so, the Owlman, I mean, the voice acting was, like, fine. Or, I guess, it, maybe this was the person in the suit, but I don't think. Maybe. But I looked up to see if this voice actor had done anything else. Oh. And, um, he's got one film role that you may be familiar with, which is, um, okay. from the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Oh, boy. Not a major Ooh. role. But he was um, Mercer. He was one of, like, the British Navy officers or whatever. He was in, I... Oh, Mr. Mercer! Oh, I know him. Uh That's him. Hold on. I Googled him, and I, like, looked up his picture. I was like, oh, that guy? So, uh, he's he's got that under his belt. And also, he voiced um, Dumbledore in several of the Harry Potter video games. (laughs) <gasps> and and that's our wizard connection. What? In case you are waiting for that, that's how it comes full circle. Um, the owl man is a oh, wizard. Jesus, it's just uh. oh my god, it, it upset me. Evie in this movie, I mean the writing was so bad, and she kept like dancing and stuff, and it was yeah. And there was that scene in the pool. I was just thinking that or when they were getting ready, where it just like pans up her body she like comes to like go in the pool that's in this place and she's like mind if i join you and like drops her robe and she's wearing like a cute little swimsuit and she does this weird kind of sexy walk down the spiral staircase Uh... and they splash each other in the water haha and then he dunks her and she has i realize now a a flashback to when she was drowned by his parents and she like kind of spaces out and just like gets out and leaves I just realized yeah. that that's what that was because I'm a dumbass. Yeah. Well, I'm not, you're not a dumbass, but that's what it's, it's very heavy handed. And when people talk about, I mean, this is just like 
the most heavy-handed, this is how you do not write women if you don't want to be a sexist fucking pig. It was awful because you, so what you realize is that, like, she comes and brings him a stew and she's talking to him about how she wants to go to Paris and they just have this weird stilted conversation. She's like, did you know they have words in French that you know that we don't have in English? And she's like teaching him these oh phrases. Oh my God, I wanted to die. Um, She teaches him, what is it like? Uh, L'esprit d'escalier. D'escalier, which is the like go-to thing for, for that untranslatable words right. that we don't have in English. That's the one that everybody goes to. And it's to. so awful because she's like, she's like, I bet they thought they were doing well, she's something. she's like, it's like, you know, staircase wit when you come up with that perfect comeback. And he's like, oh, I'm sure I'll have the perfect response to to that in 10 minutes or so. And she's like, oh, you are a sharp one. But I'm like, now I'm like, is she treating him like she did when she was his nanny? Kind of. Like yeah. a lot of the like how you humor children. Yeah, she's like so playful with him and dotes on him, and like she's teaching him how to do a waltz, and it's like so fun. And but then it's got this weird, weird, sexy seduction edge to it. Oh God. Because like in retrospect, given the fact that she was his nanny, like that dynamic makes more it sense. Does. But at the time, no, but it's horrible like, when watch. you watch it for the first time. Like it's the sort of. It's like when you have a male filmmaker uh-huh. who is self-inserting and wants all of these women to fawn all over him like he's the most interesting, handsome, uh, funny man in that they've ever yes. met. When he makes no effort, like he dresses completely, he's a, the he, dullest, he's draddest character. And she has like the perfect sort of 40s, like retro aesthetic sort oh, of she's thing. She's always that, like super put together. I, I mean, she's she's so yeah. cute. I was like, please let me rescue from this movie. Um, the actress, oh, like, just... she's doing her gosh darn best. But the thing that stresses me out is the idea that I don't know. It, I mean, maybe, but I don't know if it was a deliberate choice to have their interactions foreshadow her being his nanny, or if that's literally just how they think. Like writing good women is like i i just i don't know that i give them the credit for recognizing that that's yeah, everything else is so because bad. It, honestly i look at it and i'm like oh yeah this is just like the the shitty way that men write women yeah which like even if they did do it on purpose like forcing that into the it, it just make you're just risking that people are going to turn your movie off because yeah. it's bad and that you're not going to get to the yeah, plot it sucks, man it sucks so um <sighs> you can tell that we had a lot of issues with this movie but like i said like the actual owl man he He's looked very, very good. good he had a handsome little suit um or big suit you never you do see him um in a scene toward the end where he's standing in the bathroom of somebody's apartment next to their ped- pedestal stink uh watching them drown somebody yeah i like not even caring about spoilers i don't even feel like getting into that twist because it's so fucking dumb like i don't care but he's just standing there passively yeah. watching this man drown this other man in a bathtub and he's just like there and i guess in that scene you do see he is he's pretty big i guess he's probably like six or seven feet tall but mostly you just see him at a distance standing in the um scottish landscape or whatever yeah (sighs) yeah i bet he's into voyeurism oh my god like of course he is he he seems to watch everything people do anyway yeah i mean he was watching like evie I mean, he probably was in the room while, like, schlubby 
protagonist man and Evie bone down. I don't even remember what the dude's so name was. So it was, was um, I have I have the IMDb up so I can tell you it was James. <laughs> um, immediately forget it because it doesn't matter. So in their boning scene, the same scene happens earlier in the movie, but it's like a dream or a vision he's having. Like she yeah. comes in and like comes over to his bed. And that was a bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, like she's like, let me take care of you. And then it's like they're that point. It's I like wanted, they're gonna bone. Yeah, I want to throw up. But then all of a sudden it cuts to like the owl man's face, and then it's like him like leaning over, and the owl man like in front of him, and like s- like scraping his claws up his back. And it's yeah. kind of a weird quasi-sexual subtext. Like it kind of looks like he's blowing yeah. the owl man, and the owl man is just scratching him because he's a yeah. BDSM. Like I mean, look. We've we've all been there. Just some of us have worse fingernails than the rest of us. He has sharp talons. So like, there's that scene, but then it comes back and does the same exact scene later. And she comes in and she's like, "Let me take care of you." And it's like the exact same shots, maybe just the same footage. Yeah. And he was kind of freaked out. He's like, "Am I am I awake? Like, what's going on?" And she's like, "Shh, let's not talk about that. Let's just fuck before you find out I'm your nanny." And then and then they fuck. And then, of course, yeah. he has, like, a full meltdown when he realizes that it's her because he remembers everything. Yeah. And, oh. Uh. oh, God. It was, th- there was one scene that was just so gross once you realize, like, the connection and, like, he's having that meltdown and she takes his shirt off and, like, tries to get him to yes. take a bath. And then she takes off her whole she's thing so slip. she's just in her slip. And it's like, yeah, you it's like after to do they that. realize that it's, like, He's like, I remember you from when I was small. And then she's like, shh, it's okay. And she, like, undresses him and puts him in the tub and washes him. But she got yeah. undressed, too. Well, of Because course. that was necessary. Um, I mean, it's absolutely easier to bathe somebody in a slip than it is in a dress that has barely more coverage. Like, you really have to get down to that so you don't mess up your nice dress. But after that, she does turn into a horrible demon. And she starts getting vengeful. And it's a whole fucking thing and it doesn't matter and you mm-hmm. get more insight into the owl man's mindset which doesn't matter because it doesn't yeah. make any sense and um i turned the movie off at the end and i said okay and then i went and uh it was let's see it was probably about 9 30 a.m i went and i drank half a bottle of vodka and i just lit myself <laughs> on fire and um but now I'm back. I'm now a vengeful spirit uh, come to complain about this movie. Are you going to drop me in my bathtub? Uh, no. I'm I'm going to do Aww. weird uh, interpretive dance while looking like a corpse whose head was cut off. And I'm just going to do like okay. herky-jerky motions like you see in horror movies, except for I'm going to do them myself with my dance skills. Because we yeah. don't have the budget. I'm just going to like chase you around like... He leaves after she turns into a horrible spear. He's like, I gotta go. And then... Well, he buries her, like, skull that he finds to, mm. like, put her at rest Well, or no. Whatever. Even before that, he just tries to leave outright. And it's like, I gotta go. And then right, the yeah. I think he comes back for some reason. Um, of course, she's still there. And she, like, climbs in his bed and is, like, doing weird shit all over his room. <laughs> and then the owl man's like, well, if you mm. want to save her, you know, you... You have to take her skull out of the shrine. So he does it. And then at the end of the movie, his friend, who up to this point in the movie has had no role whatsoever, drowns him and cuts his head off and puts his head in the shrine because his friend's dad is dying and he wants to cure his dad. 
And I'm like, oh, this came out of nowhere. Like, I think the one positive thing I can say about this movie, and even then it's not 100% positive, is that they definitely know horror movies, and they know what, like, they've observed what those horror movies do to create atmosphere and sort of weird, sort of unsettling things to use to create the desired effect, but they're it's, yeah. it's very try hard. I, I get what you're saying. Because there's like weird cuts and specific shots that are supposed to be sort of or, weird, or like evoking eerie, something, and but they don't that... evoke anything. Yeah, and like the whole weird subplot with the friend, where it like occasionally cuts to him and he's like got a face covered in blood and he's like silently and screaming. He's like, maybe he has an axe and in his hand. he's sharpening an axe. Actually, yeah. maybe that's him having a vision that his friend's gonna kill him, but. But it's very, no, it's, done it's not very done, done well. Because you don't know what, it's not, the connection between the two is no. not clear. But you can tell that they were they trying. Try. And they maybe got halfway there. Because, like, at the beginning before, like, Evie even shows up, I was like, oh, okay, so uh-huh. this dialogue is garbage. But, like, they can create atmosphere. They got some sort of inkling of ability there. And then everything just went to shit. So I was like, this movie can't does even have atmosphere i don't think it's good but it exists (laughs) like the movie definitely has a feel to it but it's bad (laughs) it's got bad mouthfeel it's got really bad mouthfeel oh my god the only the only person who i will give any um credit to is the actress that played evie Mm -hmm. who i think i mean she went all in with the hand she was dealt and um i guess the guy that voiced the owl man yeah. I mean, he he said a lot of nonsense shit, but he said it in a very kind of ominous, scary way, I guess. Yeah. They both got that bread. Oh, they got. I hope they got that bread. I don't know how much bread they got. I feel like this was a Kickstarter movie. I, I mean, the the spiritual sequel is a Kickstarter movie. But... Jesus. And people gave money to it? I guess. Oh, God. Like, in... I mean, the IMDb right now, wait, the, the Amazon rating... Mm-hmm. For Lord of Tears, I feel like the director just got his family and friends to hype that shit up because there's no way that yeah. that many people were just like, "This is a good movie." I don't know. There was one person who gave it four stars on Letterboxd, and I was like, "What's wrong with you?" Okay, find so this the, person. the goal, the fundraising goal for the sequel was fifty thousand pounds, and that's not the, a lot of money for a movie. They they got sixty five thousand pounds. Oh, this hurts me. They unlocked multiple stretch goals. One of the stretch goals they unlocked was epic horror legend added to cast for an amazing cameo and memorable scene. I gotta go back to the IMDb page. Uh, no, I'm just looking through. The, okay, there's the last, um, there's some, oh god, oh my god, there's one dude on Letterboxd who gave it five stars, liked it. Uh, this review is from 2013, and uh, he says... I feel very comfortable stating that Lord of Tears is the best modern horror movie I've seen in the last three years since Kinji Wounds, I Saw the Devil. I feel like you don't get out much. <laughs> like, Extreme um, Horror said, what is wrong with you? Who are you? I saw somebody who I had heard of before reviewed it and said it like it genuinely scared them, which most horror movies don't anymore. And I'm like, did it? Are you Okay. Are these people okay? I'm easily scared. And it it really depends on what the thing is. Like, I've never cared about 
like Halloween movies, so I, I had to see Halloween in theaters, and it didn't scare me, because um, I, I didn't give a shit. I thought this movie was going to scare me, because the still images of the Owlman were so creepy to me, but no, it it's not scary. There are, I guess, maybe some creepy shots and jump scares, but they don't do it. They just yeah, like, do. I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, uh, you tried to be creepy, and I guess it's not working for me, but, like, I guess not. You got the vibe. Like, that's something someone put on a creepy Pinterest board, I guess. Ah, <sighs> uh, God. Oh, do you want to know who the, um, who the epic horror legend was that had a cameo? Yeah. Well, as far as I can tell, it was Nicholas Vince. Nicholas Vince? Nicholas Vince. Oh, I don't know who that is. He's the, he played, he was in the Hellraiser movies. Oh, I haven't um, seen those. I haven't either. I have no interest in that. That's the Pinhead dude, right? Yeah, that's Pinhead. So I had to assume that that's the horror legend. Don't think... How did they even get him? I mean, I guess, I guess he's not really doing much these days. Uh, it's no, not a household name. No, he's not. Well, he's got a, a movie coming out this year called Fuck You Immortality. Oh, I, that's going to get a wide release. Yeah, and a movie next, coming out next year. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're right. I think it will. And it may be coming out next year called Paintball Massacre. So. Another wide release. Things are looking up pretty. Things are looking up. Hey, he's getting that bread. So. And if yeah. it's not he him, then I'm sorry. I don't know any of the other names in this cast list. So. Can't really. This movie was so bad, Hayden. It was so bad. It was. I'm sorry was we really watched bad. it. But I'm not sorry because the Owlman is handsome. He's a, he's a very good boy. He's, You know, he is a good boy. I'm like. Oh, you're you're gonna engineer this main guy in this movie dying? Love it. I love where your yes. head's at. Keep up the good work. But yeah, it's I'm mm. sad that this is really the only major media with Owlman in it. And even then, it's not major. No, it's exactly that's why I hesitated. I'm like, I don't know if I'm using the right word here. Hex Studios are the only people paying attention to Owlman. I know he really needs to. He needs to have justice done. Justice for Alaman. This radical misandrist deserves some love. Oh, actually, yeah, we did. We did realize. I think that um, maybe it was on Alaman's Wikipedia page. As social or political allegory, a rhetorical connection between abortion and the child sacrifice to Moloch has been drawn by the anti-abortion movement since the late 19th century. It looks like the Wikipedia page for Moloch. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, that's right. So basically, so... Um, if Moloch is the Alaman and sounds like Moloch is a pro-life icon, so therefore, vis-a-vis, Owlman is a leftist that cares about reproductive rights. Yep. Um, that's kind of it. That's all there is to it. I don't think, I don't think anybody can definitively say that I'm not right. <laughs> Owlman is the cryptid mascot of Planned Parenthood? Hell yes. I love it. He can look out for um, everybody that needs Planned Parenthood services. He would make the perfect um, clinic escort because yes! his head is constantly on a swivel. He can, and he's so big. He's so big. I'm sorry. An uh, anti-choice like protester would not fuck with the owl man. Yeah, like he would just get his very sharp talons and grab your dumbass sign and rip it to shreds, oh, yeah, just and then you run away because you're scared. Um, I just saying that his head's on a swivel. I feel bad because I think we're crafting a really nice image of who the Owlman is and then I just remembered the comment that I made to you which is that I like the Owlman because 
his head can turn all the way around so y'all can make like romantic eye contact when you're hitting it from behind yeah and um yeah. i apologize but i stand don't. by it i apologize yeah, to don't the, apologize i apologize to the owl man if if i'm being at all disrespectful but um i think the owl man likes getting pegged in his cloaca oh my god you know okay so um we had some <laughs> we had some technical difficulties uh a little bit ago where just that our skype call cut out but yeah but we you know we keep recording um so that we're still together and yeah. I like was like I need to drop like a really good Easter egg in here for Hayden because Hayden edits oh, the no. episodes and I figure would be you know scrubbing through that and all I said was do you think the Owlman has a cloaca? Yeah, of course he has a cloaca. Of course he does, but it's funny because you said that and I was like, oh, what a good callback to that joke I made out loud to myself. You weren't there for that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Wait, I do think... you think he has a cloaca and a dick? I have to assume that he has a dick because. That suits my purposes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. He wears pants um, in the movie. He does. He, well, he also wears a, he wears like a, a whole suit. It's so charming. He has a little waistcoat. It's not buttoned quite properly. Well, you know, can, can you imagine buttoning buttons with those goddamn talons? <laughs> no. I can barely like get my own buttons, my button downs. Right. Suited right. Right. Thought there was one morning I was trying to button my shirt up and I did it wrong three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, and we—it's hard. We I have thingies. have thingies that we can use. I'm looking at it again now, and it's um his like cuffs are not buttoned because he has like big fluffy feathery wrists and the cuffs won't close around his wrists. Aww. But he has just this this little petite body in this suit. And then he's got his big old ass owl head on there and his big old claws. He's so handsome. I don't think he's that's what good. we were supposed to get out of this movie, but I love him. Yeah, like he's serving he's yeah. serving looks. He's kinda muddy. Which I guess it's there's probably no good dry cleaners out in the Scottish Highlands that will Yeah, I mean he's just a grungy dappy feather boy. Dapper. Grungy dapper feather boy. Did you boy. say he's there a grungy dabbing feather boy? Hang on a minute. <laughs> He's gonna dab on his haters. He's gonna dab on his haters. Cornwall. <laughs> oh my god. Now I want to be. A- When's Halloween in four days? I want to be Owl Man. I want to be dabbing Owl Man for Halloween. Uh, good luck. Okay, thank you. Trying to find some materials. It's gonna be a busy couple of days. Calling in sick to work. It's just showing up to work on Wednesday in that. Well, yeah. Whole thing. Of course. You should just like stand in the hallway, like by the water cooler, as Owl Man. I will say like, that. I am Malik. The office. My new office is like. It takes up like a whole floor, and so it's just one long ass hallway that people's offices are off of, and it's like a concrete hallway. So I think that if I got there early enough in the morning before like people start flipping lights on, and I just stood all the way at the end of the hallway, oh, yeah. I would probably get somebody to piss their pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a pretty new job. I might wait till 2019. Okay. I mean, <sighs> I could probably no. I would. My office is really close. Is technically a government building, <laughs> and it's very close to to the White House, and I feel like if I showed up in that outfit, A, even if I had my ID, they wouldn't let me in the building, and B, I might just, like, they're, like, secret service. But what if you, like... Cars occasionally parked outside, so I just get arrested. Does your ID so. have your picture on it? Yeah. What, what if you, like, tampered with it so that it was a picture of the Owl Man on there, but everything else was, like, legit? I, like, very clearly taped a picture of the Owl Man <laughs> over my picture. Oh my god, if I know one so thing So it's about... like, they wouldn't arrest me. The government but... loves pranks like that. They love them. 
Yeah, those. Mm, no. Um, I just. I mean, the security guards know me at this point because they don't really look that hard at my ID anymore. But they might give you a second look. They're like, why take off that fucking owl head, you dumb bitch? I'm like, okay, you got me. So while looking at pictures of the owl man, I found um, there's owl man tag, I guess, on Pinterest. I don't really know. Oh boy. But um, Hex Studios has a Pinterest, and there's a little picture of somebody like crafted a little owl man. Like, he's very little, and he's, like, holding out a piece of bread, and there's a pigeon just looking at the piece of bread. So, That's I'm, cute. I'm going to post that on on Twitter um, when this episode comes out. Really goddamn cute. Aw, I love it. Their Pinterest is otherwise very boring. I mean, that's fair. What a letdown. But this movie was just very bad. It really just drained me physically and emotionally. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of other really good pictures of the Owlman outside of this movie. Like, there was that one that you found when we first decided to do it when um, it looked like the <laughs> Owlman had... First of all, his leggy was up in the air. His leggy and... was up in the air. And his bush was out. Yes! For all to see. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um... Hold on, let me see if I can find... Like... If I recall correctly, uh, his like, leggy up and his bush out. And I think you called him the Trist Valentine of cryptids. Yes. Which, um, if you don't know who Trist Valentine is, listen to the campaign podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Which, I mean, I good. feel like... I, I, I feel like, like most of our audience is people we've met through being... Oh, right. I think that if if you like us, you will like that, probably. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, there's like a lot of really like crazy looking Owlman art. Like people are into it. Is, is this him? No, his bush is not out. No, I, I have it. Let me, let, me, let me retext it to you. Oh my god, here's oh, another boy. one. Like, these designs are like, they're very good. Okay, there we go. Setting it. I was looking through our, this the photos in like our iMessage thing. It's like 54 of 2055. Oh my god. Well, we send each other a lot of shit. We do. Oh, there he is. Oh my god, his bush is out. He's kind of got like sexy hairless human legs, which again makes him so, very Trist Valentine. Yeah, and they're shaved, but the bush is not shaved. The bush shaved. is not shaved. Well, you have to have something to obscure your whatever your genitalia maybe he had he had his kimono on he had his kimono <sighs> on and this was actually this looks like a ruse that they had on like kimono trying to get d20 back or Fuck. something well oh my god this is the outfit that trist wore to scare away the drop bears for bacta holy shit and you know what like it's just crazy enough that it gave Bacta the confidence that he needed gave him that blue dye that sweet sweet blue dye I'm laughing because I'm looking at um, an Owlman picture that is absolutely a picture that I also saw presented as a Mothman picture. Um, oh. It's just, it's kind of like a charcoaly looking black picture with red eyes, but yeah, it really, there is a lot of overlap. I mean, honestly, assuming that Mothman and the Owlman are both real in the sense that they're not explainable something you could explain away by just saying like, you saw a big ass bird and you're not like an ornithologist. I would honestly think that they're like the same thing. Right. I honestly think that, and I've seen people say that they think it's the same creature that appeared in like two different places at different times um, mm-hmm. and why he would congregate to those places, I don't know. But for your mental health, I think that the Owlman is, um, hmm, I don't really know. I'm trying to think of a way to give you the Owlman without the, the aliens. aliens. Yeah. Maybe he's just a copycat. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was just like a a chill-ass, like, owl man just living out in the woods, and he's like, man, this kind of sounds like me. 
And people are going nuts for this guy. All right, all right, all right. He sounds really cool. All right, let's be cool, be cool, be cool. And then he just goes and, like, stands on top of a church and waits for some kids to come by. He's like, I'm spooky. It's like, I want the, like, may the Mothman love me and find me, and then we could just be friends. And and they are friends. And after um, the Mothman prophecies came out, Owlman probably, like, dunked on Mothman a lot because, you know, man, you're, you're a lot more famous than me, but this fucking sucks. This movie's garbage. I win. Yeah, it's like, I don't have to deal with Richard Gere. But then Lord of Tears came out, and now, and now Mothman's <laughs> winning that, um, that particularly competition. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. There, there's an Owlman design here that kind of looks like a hippogriff from Harry Potter. Oh, I think you said that one yeah, to me, too. people just, I don't know. People do a lot of good stuff. I, I see an art print that I almost would put on my wall. I just don't know if I can have a reminder of that movie, which is inextricably yeah. linked to the Owlman now, whether I like it or not. <sighs> Sacrifices. Make I guess um, I'm kind of ready to come around to final verdicts if you are. Yeah, me too. There's not much more we can say about Sadly, the Sadly, there's not a whole lot else to say. And we could talk about this movie for probably another hour, but I don't want that, and neither do y'all. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be an entirely like other separate podcast called... Uh... The Lord of Tears cast. <laughs> Every week <laughs> yeah. we talk about how bad that movie is for an hour. Uh, the Lord of Tears smash, in which we find every DVD of this movie and... <laughs> hit it with a hammer. Uh, it's going to be a labor of love. We might need a Patreon so we can buy all the uh, DVDs, but yeah. yeah. Pay the international shipping. Oh my god. It's probably from England. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. Probably from the deepest realms of hell. I just... Okay. <laughs> wonder what the post trip <laughs> that is. We can go into final verdicts, but I just saw... Oh god. I was gonna... So I just saw some art of Owlman and the Jersey Devil, and I was like, it kind of looks like they're like doing it. <laughs> Oh, that's are they kissing? No, they're not, but they're entwined. And then I looked again, and it's on Fur Affinity, so yes, they're doing it. <laughs> I was about to say, can you send that to me? And I'm like, oh, it's I don't it's know. not. I mean, it's not uh, explicit, but they are embracing. Okay, I, send it to me. Right, I, I will send it to you. Uh, let's see. Thank you. Copy image, please. Oh my god, it's so good. The owl man doesn't really look like an owl, but he kind of looks like a jack o' lantern. But you know what? Love is blind. Oh, they're cute! I it's love really this! It's really cute, right? Oh, they're adorable! Um, like, they fucking got me, I guess. For affinity, coming through. They're both kind of <laughs> looking, like, at the camera, so to speak. Like, like they've been kind of uh-huh. caught, and they are just like, but they love each other. They just can't let go. Oh, so I'm good. so glad the Owlman's finding love! Do you think good that there's, like, a Tinder, but for cryptids? Definitely. It's gotta, it can't be, like, geolocation-based, because generally they're not really near each other. But, yeah. Um... I feel like it would be, like, a farmer's-only sort of thing, <laughs> where you just find cryptids-only, but you could everywhere. Uh, oh, hang on, hang the on, hang on. monster is a it's really... A, it's cryptid mingle. Stop it. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, need to, uh... I need to hack in there and get me a profile up. Like, I'm the cre- creepiest thing of all. Uh, Everybody's like, ugh, disgusting, but somebody's into it. Yeah. It's like, that's my kink, hello. <laughs> oh, God, she's all she's all pink, and look at her fingernails. They're, they're just flat and weird. Oh, this is disgusting. She's so hairless. Oh, my God, why is the hair on top of her head and not all over her face? Why am I getting a boner right now? <laughs> you know, I'm trying. Okay, oh, final boy. verdicts. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Amanda. Yeah, Hayden. Would you let the owl man spin your head right round? Right round? 
Um, yes, I would. First of all, I would, honestly, I feel kind of sympathetic toward him because his movie was so, so bad. And I, <laughs> I don't think, I think he deserved better. I just, he's underappreciated. You know, he's probably got some inferiority issues with the Mothman. And I don't think that's right. I want to show him how special he is. Mm-hmm. And he's just really handsome. Really, no matter... I think that owls are very cute. I've always thought that. They are. And all the designs are like, no matter how different they all are, they're all they're all cute owls deep down um, with the body of a big, strong man <laughs> with, fe- with feathers <laughs> and talons. Um, the owl man from the movie... Yes, I would kiss him. Um, he's got a nice suit. I might I might take him out and buy him a new suit. And, um, you know, if he wants to torment just bland-ass Scotsman, and that's kind of what he needs to do to, to get by, that's fine. I have my own hobbies, too. Yeah. And I know, and I know that if... Uh, I'm like, do I even want to say this? Of course, now you have to. Well, I was going to... I was going to tone it down and say if we ever had unprotected sex. But what I was originally going to say was if I ever let him hit it raw. And <laughs> why would you th- why would you like censor yourself on this podcast? We've all we've both said things that are worse. That's true. So if if I let him hit it raw and an unwanted pregnancy happened, I know that he would be he would be okay with whatever my choice was because Al man respects women. Al man <laughs> respects reproductive rights. Al man says if if you can't get pregnant, you have no say. And uh, that's... I respect that. Nice. Uh, yeah. So anyways, I love him. And I just want what's best for him. Whew. Hey, Hayden. Yes? Would you get nocturnal with the owl man? Oh, Jesus. Um, I think I would. I probably would. Yeah. Like you said, owls are very cute. I love them mm-hmm. a lot. He has a nice sense of style, yes. nice sense of justice. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know, like the whole. I don't think I would be too down with the whole like Moloch aspect. Cause I was like, that's a demon, no. and that seems unsafe. I'm only taking the pro-choice part of that, and the rest of it can kind of yeah. can kind of stay. But because uh, yeah, I I don't really fuck with Ouija boards or no any of that nonsense. Yeah, it's it's uh, like hey, we got rid of the alien part, but now it's like a demon part. So. Yeah, and like normally those things don't scare me. Like I don't know, the Omen and the Exorcist didn't scare me because I'm not religious. But yeah, I mean he's just like a nice. Feather. Like I bet the feathers are so warm, and he be- if you put like little um little rubber caps on his sharp talons. Oh my god! I bet he could give like you like really nice like back scratches. Is it like like the little caps you can get to put on your cat's claws? Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. So they don't like rip your back right, up, yeah. but it's still like satisfying. Scratches that itch. Yeah. You know? could probably kind of like and... just like scratch the top of your head. That would probably be nice. Yeah. And like I said, he probably, like, if I am pegging mm-hmm. the owl man, we can have eye contact if I'm, you know, tapping it from I the really, back. I really dig that. I will say, you talk about his feathers. And like in the movie, his feathers around his neck are kind of like unkempt and like yucky looking. I, I, I would, I would groom him. I, I would help him. I would yeah. help him take good care of his looks. He obviously cares about looking good, but you know, mm-hmm. he's out in the woods. Yeah, I mean, like, Lord of Tears is a terrible example of manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. But I would be the manic pixie dream redacted of Human. <laughs> the Owl Man to clean him up. Yeah, I would take care of him. I'd be like, "Let me take care of you," and then I would kiss him. 
I respect that. I think that I think it's what he deserves, and I think it would mean a lot to him. And he does have one scene in the movie where he says, and I took a screenshot of it, which is to say I took a picture of it because fucking Amazon streaming won't let you take a screenshot. But he's just it's just right. a, a shot of him just standing out in a bunch of moss, and he's saying, I am the almighty misanthrope. And um, Oh, yeah, you said that to it, me. It's like such a mood. I'm like, man, he would listen to you complain about your day. He, he would probably offer yeah. he would probably offer to torment or murder like your annoying coworker or whatever and you'd have to be like okay like come on i mean i bet he wouldn't mind if you were i mean i know like the public transportation that that i take during the week there's always like one person on the metro per week that i'm just like i you you do not know how to be in public like a mm-hmm. person and he would listen to me complain about he that would person. instead of being like they probably just had a bad day it's like no they stepped one step onto the metro into a crowded train didn't like they had space to move forward and they knew people were behind them but didn't move forward and i had i i I will bump into them he'd be like you know what it was your right to bump into them they didn't move and you had been already waiting for the train for six minutes after you after you 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 dozed (laughs) off in his arms that night he would definitely like let himself out the window he would go to that person's window and like hover outside of it with his glowing red eyes until they saw him and he would probably give them nightmares for like a week because you know he cares about you. Thank you. I mean that's just really it's a very comforting image. <laughs> he, he wouldn't kill him because he knows he wouldn't like that, but <sighs> he would get into their nightmares and teach them how to use the right. Metro they, they just have a recurring nightmare where every time they they get on the metro and they do bad, like the owl man like pecks their eyes out. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Monster Smash. We can be found on Twitter at The Monster Smash. And music for the podcast is by El Zombie Flash. Be sure to check out our website, themonstersmash.com, for episode transcripts as well as relevant content and links to go with the episode. See See you next time. time.